Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. Charles. John. Mark. And I'm Seth. And uh, Mark's joining us for the first time this episode uh, to talk about Star Trek Picard. Um, longtime Star Trek fan, what's your favorite Star Trek? Uh, the Next Generation. Okay. I grew up with that one, and I watched it every day, and very religiously in college, too. <laughs> right. Now, have you watched the other ones as well, or...? Uh, yes, I've seen... Uh, Parts of Enterprise, I gave up on it partway through. I've okay. seen all of Deep Space Nine. Love okay. that show. Um, and then the movies. Uh, yeah. the more recent what about ones. Voyager? Any Voyager? Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. Voyager, I saw a couple episodes. Okay. I, yeah, I had a tough time getting into it. It was one of those things where you know, it was airing, and I didn't spend a lot of time watching TV. Gotcha. So when I did, it was the next generation, basically, exclusively. Okay. Well, that's good, because uh, Picard features heavily in next so, gen. So, so uh, Mark, why didn't you like, uh, why didn't you like Enterprise? <laughs> well, you and I have gotten into this many times, <laughs> but uh, the show was lacking in any sort of real story, and I call it the sexy adventures of Paul because mm-hmm. it's basically what that's the why show I watched was, it, right? And it's, that's yeah. the it's, only yeah. reason to Enterprise watch it. Enterprise fan service yeah. is very much, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about what show it compares to, and it kind of reminded me of uh, this old one called Sequest. Uh, oh yeah, with the talking dolphin and you know, yeah, the, right, yeah right, and I'm just right. like it just felt. Gimmicky and yeah. so, no good. And so is to Paul the talking Duncan, uh, talking Duncan. dolphin then? <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, it, how is it that she always gets some space virus that just makes her really need to go into pond farm mode or whatever they call that? Yeah, like, or go into the uh, the sauna and have to get rubbed down with a special antibiotic right. ointment. Yeah, ev- everything in space makes Vulcans revved uh, up, uh, and <laughs> and apparently and she felt the brunt of it. Yeah, it was never just. Her needing to go in to get get an antibiotic ointment, right. but somebody had to be in there to rub it on her yeah, in her underwear. Right. <laughs> Usually trip. Yeah. 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 In his underwear. Yeah, they they were <laughs> pushing those two together so hard. Yeah. It's yeah. just like you could almost see the director like with his hand on either one's face going, Now kiss. Yeah. Yeah, boy, I, I should have watched more of that. Yes. Make it <laughs> well, and yeah. which oh, which boy. It's that kind of show. If, it if, was. Yeah, it was exactly you know, that This show is that kind of show. Oh, this you, is... Yeah, whatever uh, it is you want Whatever to you want to do. Okay, so happen. I don't have to be on my best behavior. No, no you don't. Um, yeah. And right, the question, yeah. I guess, which cat suit did you like better, T'Pol's or Seven of Knives? Uh, T'Pol, I think. Yeah. I would say T'Pol. <laughs> both, both, were, both were just blatant fan service. Sure. It's yeah. like uh, very tight shirts for... But if you think about it, when you're out in space, you don't want loose fitting clothes that's going to get caught in doors. Absolutely. Or when you're on an EVA. Right, when you're on an EVA. You say things in a very calm tone so that I think you think. People will think that you're not full of shit. Well, and he actually like, does have a point. No, he yes. doesn't. Yeah. Yes. 
But like the bulky <clears throat> spacesuits are not good though. No. Well, like they really limit new. mobility they and do, and they get caught in gears and they get caught in doors and I mean can and, you, and think about how hard it would be for a transpa- so transporter no to duplicate bulky, the fall of a cloak as the wind's blowing it and you're and leaning and out. The skin tight spandex right? of Well, I mean just like think about how often Klingons have to be catching all their like buckles and knives on stuff as they go through the spacecraft. Right. They walk down but, the middle of the hall like badasses. They don't walk next to things. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not for Klingons. It's not the Klingon way. Yeah, well, okay, if that's the case, but, why don't the men have to wear the spandex? I mean, they, if you look mm, at the you next, look, right, 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 if you look right. at the next generation uniforms, those are pretty tight. No, yeah. No. Yeah. They were spandex in the beginning. That's because men walk down the center of the hallways like badasses. They don't need the tank clothes either. I guess. <laughs> Like, this is degenerating rapidly. This is galactic driftwood. Yes, yes we started as no, degenerates. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not what we do. I'm just saying we're usually we're going where we go faster than we normally go where we go. It's, so it's like, what uh, we do. It's what we do. Well, let's jump into Picard so we can get going on that because there's a lot to talk about. I think. Um, so uh, where we sit now, we've seen the first two episodes of Picard. Two. two episodes. Yep. And um, so we've seen Data in dream sequences, Picard's dream sequences. And um, we also have seen um, the synthetic uh, revolt. Synthetics are basically androids. Spoiler alerts for those of you yeah, who have seen alerts. it. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, we're, a, we're talking about a, epi- or a show that's only two episodes out and behind a paywall. So I'm guessing that a lot of people are going to be spoiled and Hopefully you're fine with that. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the, we we've seen the synthetic revolt, and um, which, first of all, can I ask you a question? Yes. How do you feel about Data being gone forever? Because his, his the the neural net did not take with B four. Right. And therefore, Data, it, there's no Data coming back. Yeah, they shut that down pretty hard. Right. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They made it. Right. The, a hard did they though? Yeah. Because so. they well, were what they were saying is that his whole neural net could be rebuilt. Yeah. Why did they? I, I only but saw the first episode. But it wouldn't be data. Why would they like, introduce that to shut it? Well, okay. probably because they, you know, if they did, then they had to put Brett Spiner in, and Brett Spiner's older than. Well, and he also said data, that he doesn't want to come back, and in any meaningful way that would reduce the impact of the way he went out in no. Genesis. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair. I don't yeah. like people. Yeah, doing the dead and undead oh, oh, thing too much. He wants to respect his role in Genesis. Or <laughs> Nemesis. 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 Sorry. Well, yeah. that's hilarious. Well, he it wants to respect the way he went out. It, it was his yeah. character's death, so yeah. no he matter might, how that bad. That might have been the best part of that whole movie. Yeah. Not yeah. not his death, but the, the acting involved that, that was actually in, in Brett's His sacrifice. Yeah. And death. yeah. So that was definitely yeah. an impactful scene. The rest was terrible. Well. Yeah. That, yeah. That's been one of the things I've actually been like scared at with Picard is that I'm going to have to go back and watch Nemesis. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. It's like uh, Nemesis or Star Trek V. Nemesis or Star Trek V. Which do I want to hurt myself with more? <laughs> You know, I want we Linda and I watched Nemesis again Nemesis. the other day, and it kind of felt you know. And watching it now, um, after a number of years of not having seen it, um, it struck me as a very Picard Data cop movie, huh. because 
you know, a buddy cop movie, right? Yeah. Because you see him, you know, in the beginning, uh, Data and Picard are in that dune buggy driving through the desert collecting yeah. pieces of B4, you know. And then later on, they're, they're, they're both on um, the scimitar, the, the warship that belongs mm-hmm. to Nero. And, um, or not uh, Nero Shinzon. And uh, they, they grab that little, um, you know, looks like a Viper type of, uh, shuttle craft or, or fighter craft or whatever, and they crash and they're driving through the halls of the scimitar. Which it's nice that they have corridors that aren't the size of the corridors on Enterprise because it never would have fit. So that was convenient. But they're both in that ship, kind of, kind of fighting their way out, right? And then later on, it go. It just kind of continues that theme throughout the whole show, and it's like, I I think they you know they did that to make the death of Data at the end more impactful because you see the two of them kind of buddying through the whole. Thing. Yeah, they they that the way you're, I haven't seen Nemesis in so long, so I don't. I just remember it being bad and n- never wanting to go. I've like blocked the memory from my brain. Uh, aside from uh, Romulan Picard clone and the death of Data, ah, but uh, yeah, like that doesn't like Insurrection sounds like it was a whole lot more of a Star Trek, like had more of a Star Trek feel than Nemesis ever did. Yeah, I, did you see it? Insurrection. Nem- yes. Yeah. Or Nemesis. I saw it. Right. I saw right. Nemesis, and I was like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. I kind of liked Insurrection. Yeah. Oh, no. Insurrection I kind of liked, too. I mean, it's not the the best of the yeah. movies, but it was yeah. still it's still pretty Star Trek-y. Yeah. It felt like a long episode. Was insur- it did. Insurrection it did. It, I, yeah. I it was kind of shot right. in a similar way. It had the same pacing. I kind of, I don't know, I enjoyed it for the nostalgia factor. Right. Yeah. For that. Like, right. it, it felt like, it felt like just a good episode of a show I loved. So, yeah, I mean yeah. that planet's still there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing happened. All, yeah. all, uh, all yeah. immortals there, right? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't Picard just retire there? Yeah, he, he had a girlfriend yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. and that, plenty that, of vacation that, he was going to use to go was visit his her. Plan, right? Was actually, yeah, kind of just go. There. No, that would have been my plan, just like. Yeah. Well, but he had Romulans to take care of. No. Mm-hmm. Well, well, he's, he's, oh, isn't he kind of hiding out? I got. I, I only saw the first episode. I, he yeah. wasn't really hiding out. Well, he no, was, he admits that he was. Yeah, he no, was hiding I mean, from his problems. He wasn't he, hiding from. Yeah, he wasn't people. hiding from yeah. people or anything. Well, he I, was just. I thought all he was, the more reason to go to the immortal yeah. planet with the girlfriend. It's yeah, like it's like the Federation pissed him off, obviously. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, so, so what yeah. we know that so the synths uh, destroyed. The Utopia Planitia fleet yards on Mars, mm-hmm. and that happened to have been where they were building the rescue fleet to go rescue the Romulans from the exploding supernova that was going to destroy a lot of mm-hmm. the Romulan Empire. And so, once that those fleet yards and those rescue ships were destroyed, there was no will in the Federation to continue the effort. And they even said in I think ep- the this last episode that. There were like 14, 14 planets. worlds that were against um, continuing with the effort to go rescue the Romulans. And so, Out of thousands, though. Yeah, That was kind of weird. Yeah, I know. And uh, so, so two things struck me on that. Well, so that um, in and of itself is what prompted Picard to resign because he, he had hoped that his resignation from Starfleet would have been a wake-up call to them to maybe rethink their policies, and it didn't happen that way. And so he just kind of retreated from everything on his chateau with his uh, 
two Romulan buddies. Um, but the one thing that struck me there was that comment that there were 14 worlds that were wanting to withdraw from the Federation. And we know from the trailers we've seen of uh, the next season of Discovery that they uh, run into the Federation. There's a Federation outpost or, or command center that they go to in one scene in the trailer, and you see the United Federation of Planets logo back behind them. And where it used to be like that crescent with a whole bunch of stars in it, now there's only like six stars. And so, so it's almost like there's been a whole breakup of well, the Federation. Well, it's over a thousand years. Yeah, yeah I know. So, yeah. But uh, for those but of us who be haven't watched Discovery... Yeah, they, spoilers. It's yeah. Spoilers for that. It it starts off there, like what in the past a couple years before Pike took over the yeah Enterprise. about ten years before um, before um, Pike's already in command no, of Pike, the Enterprise. Pike, okay, it's about ten years before, before Kirk, Kirk and Spock. Uh, okay, but then like basically they do so much crap that they can never fit it back into any sort of actual timeline so they just skip the whole yeah. ship and series a thousand years ahead of where uh we thank left off on voyager is. thank you alex kurtzman for for that that totally craptastic two seasons of discovery but i have hopes for the third season yeah because you know now they can actually you know they can do anything, do they, anything want. they want rather than really wreck canon which is i mean from the first second of the show the Klingons. That's that is enough to actually, you know. Uh, We're going through our punk phase yeah, as a species. Yeah. We just do this every couple uh, series, just like completely overhaul, just everything. But it would be interesting to see how much of what happens in Star Trek Picard, we see the long-term fallout for in the next episode see, of Discovery. I would actually hope that not too much. Like, because a thousand years is a long time. It is. Plus, it's also locking then locking in your timeline a thousand years in the future, and like what I like most about Picard is that they're finally building on what they've already done, as opposed to going back and trying to. Oh, hey, look, here's Kirk for two seconds. Right. Didn't you guys like that? That was a fantastic moment, right? Here's some Spock! Yeah. You guys <laughs> like Spock. We know you like Spock. <laughs> I'm but, still trying to figure out how they're going to get the Emperor back I don't know. to be part of Section 31. So, in, the future in Discovery, their Empress Giorgio is the Mirror Giorgio. So, you know, from the original Star Trek, the Mirror episode, and also DS9 had their own mirror episode. And mm -hmm. I never saw that one. They had a couple. I saw yeah. the Enterprise one, but I didn't see okay. the DS9 one. Yeah, DS9. And, um, He's over the top. In a is it good? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Check that. yeah. Very entertaining. Yeah. yeah. DS9 yeah. is just a good show. It so, is. Uh, yeah. anyway, what transpires in Discovery, we get uh, our uh, Giorgio dies, and Empress Giorgio uh, from the Mirror Universe ends up in our, our universe. Giorgio. It's like... It's yes. Are you... The Prime Giorgio. Are you not a mirror? Bill? I'm not. I'm you the I'm Prime Bill. You, you, you got a beard. Mirror right? Bill has no beard. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, when we last saw Discovery, she took a time jump a thousand years into the future and Empress Giorgio was on there. But supposedly, there's a Section 31 Star Trek series that's going to be coming out in another year or so, and she's definitely going to be on that. 
um, along with uh, Volch, who was the... Um, Excuse you. Klingon, <laughs> yes. Who was the uh, Klingon uh, Ash Tyler crossover guy. Well, Volk is still there. So yes. It's like, but I mean, now they've got to figure out a way. They didn't have to do that. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm just, thinking I, she probably steals the time suit or something. What? Okay. The time suit? Yeah. yeah. There's what? A, there's a time suit. Yeah. Did you not the, know about the time suit? No. The there, red, the there red is angel a time suit. Yeah, the red angel time suit. The Even what? Named. That was the, the red whole angel's point time of the suit. second oh, season. Oh, is that what the whole red angel thing <laughs> yeah. was? Yeah. The time suit? There, yeah. The red uh, angel time suit. It's a red. time suit. Yes. yes. Why didn't they just give him a police box? Why not? It's Probably MacGuffin. because the suit <laughs> looks like, a lot sexier. Oh, really? Is it a form-fitting time well, suit? Well, you don't want to well, leave parts of yourself. It's, it's oh, of course. Let's right. just say that you don't want to get your cloak caught on nineteen fifty. You get your cloak caught on nineteen fifty, and you travel to the future. That's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. Snap uh, you back like a heart, like a rubber band. Why did I expect? <laughs> See, this is why I like Picard so much so far. Can you see why I'm a little angry about Discovery? Why I think that the first and second season of Discovery is absolute crap. Well, I mean, this is this is kind of why I haven't wanted to watch Discovery all that much is because I know all this. So you don't know anything about the Klingon time crystals, then? No. Please tell me that that you just had a stroke or something. No, no, it's the Klingon time crystals that (laughs) That make the the suit to work. The red angel suit to work. Yes. See, it gets better. I told you it gets better. So it needs Klingon time fuel. Klingon time crystals. And that's what I said. The problem is. How did they figure out that there were Klingon scientists? Because Klingon scientists, I don't think they're that smart. So they must have been hitting each other with them or yeah. something? Yeah, no, one they of them did, went they back didn't in time. They, they found them. They found yeah, they them on a Klingon world. Yeah. And then there's a, yeah. that Klingon uh, world is with, uh, is in, uh, inhabited by Klingon monks. Yeah, isn't that the and way And their the, sole function is to, to uh, protect the time crystals. Isn't that where Worf went? Oh my to? god. Yeah. But no, it's if you touch the time crystals, you see your own death. So you That's have it? To, uh, or some tragic part of your future. If you touch, if you, all right, your future is not set in stone. Until you touch, until a, time you touch a time crystal. And then, and then, because Pike touched it and he saw himself die in the... Not uh, die, but or, get irradiated. Or get crippled in that radiating accident that ended up having to go back to the menagerie planet. That put him in. Why does time into become set when you touch a time uh, crystal? Because you've seen it. So it's, it's like it's like Schrodinger's cat thing. If yeah. you open up the box, the cats the cats either the uh, cats both alive and dead. And that doesn't make it. any sense yeah. though. And then when you open see, it, see that's what I'm talking about. He talks very calmly. No, but then when you shit. no, but then oh, when you open like the box and look crap. at the cat, that forces all quantum possibilities to coalesce into box a single reality. That that is, that, that and so that's what happens when you touch the crystal. You see into the future, cat and it forces concept. all no, it quantum possibilities it, to collapse into a no, single reality. No, that's not how it works. That that's not how is how, how it works, works in well, Star Trek. It's described, but if that happens... <laughs> That's literally uh, forcing all quantum probabilities to go away for everybody because yeah. everyone's existence has to follow that particular line. Well, just the closer you are to the oh. person. There's the red See, angel on the screen. Yeah, there's a red angel right there. It's like, that's the time suit. <laughs> well, if they're talking about perception being not the reality, best picture of it, it reduces quantum you get possibilities better for one person, later. and they can just diverge into their when own the, I mean, right, maybe Yeah, but, but they don't. When yeah, Burnham's mother is captured in the... If you told me that was from X-Men, I would also believe it. Yeah, if you if Linda can find a picture of uh, Burnham's mother in the Red Angel suit, 
Um, there's there should be a better. What about better that one up there? So females only get to travel in time. What are, what are those no, but of, her uh, mother was working on the time suit for the Federation. Oh, okay. And so the, um, oh, the Klingons the found oh out God. that the Federation's the Federation had gotten possession of a time crystal. So the Klingons came to take it back and destroy it. And in the process, they murdered Burnham's parents. But the mother escaped in the time suit because it was working to a point where she could use it. And so uh, they were they were testing it, but it was about ready for the final test. And so she just decided, well, I either use it and die and risk death, or I stay here and let the Klingons murder me. So she took it and buzzed off a thousand years into the future. <laughs> Which is why that's where Discovery ends up going. So. Uh, so back on this stupid thing where you touch a time crystal and then your future is locked. Yes. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yes. Well, because, like, you touch a time crystal. But it's locked for you. Yeah. No, no, it's well, still it the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, no, I, 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 I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm a bill on this. I yeah. think you, you can be entangled with your future. Yes. No, okay, so you touch a time crystal. And now you're entangled. And you see yourself jumping off or Everyone falling off a cliff 50 years from now. Yes. There is, is nothing preventing you from pulling out a phaser and just... Doosh. But you wouldn't do that. Why not? Because your future's set. So you just lose all oh, free so will. We're back exactly. to crawl again. And the you have... Cyclops, that can't avoid his fate. You yeah. have... Right, all exactly. Right. All right. Same thing. You can't avoid your fate. So you can maybe make all kinds of different you're choices. Defend your, uh, but your, eventually... No one should ever defend their argument with crawl. Ever. Well, well but keep I'm with John on this. Eventually, I, I the choices you make, no matter what choice you make, that choice will be the yes, one that leads to No, it's going to come right back. Yeah, no, I, I see. I, I think you can be entangled. Yeah. I think your future, it might be that your future is not really, really, really set right now. Right. But when it is set, when it is set, it's going to come back and act as if it was set. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so no, no it's, it's entirely well, I possible. I don't think it's that inconsistent either. Yeah. I, I actually agree with the Star Trek logic on it as well. Yeah, see? Um, sorry. See, there you go. Yay! No, that, is, okay. that is still different. You can all Mark, you're welcome back I, anytime. I, I you can all be wrong. I'm fine with that. Everybody should make note that in Crawl, though, <laughs> yes. if, if I remember right. You're gonna, okay, now you're going to you're gonna use Crawl to defend yourself, and now you're going to not no, Crawl. He's going no, 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 to no, no. clarify Crawl. No, but if I remember right, in Crawl, he wasn't supposed to... Um, betray his future. Right. He could, and then it'd be a worse future. Right. It'd it be would a always worse. get continually okay, worse. Okay, so that's right. the what the picture we just Linda just had up there. The guy. I'm assuming he's holding a time yes. crystal. Yes. Yes. That's the face of a guy who realizes that his free will he dies in some screen? sort of sex related accident. <laughs> From wearing a a form fitting time suit. <laughs> I didn't see it up there. Yeah, that's just, that's the face you'd make if you like find out that you're like <laughs> Oh oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh and now I can't avoid this. Death by bunga bunga. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no, nothing right. that like in that case he'd probably be like Yes, I could deal with that many. Uh... He does look yeah. like Mom found the pictures on his cell phone. And he died yeah. from it. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Yeah. Can we put it up here on the screen? So, so does it, the button it, for the to press F11 goes off the screen. Really? Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, there it is. So that's what we're talking about. That's his. That's his look. We're, we're talking about a whole lot of discovery, and it's just right. making me more and more angry. Let's go back to All Picard. Right, so that back makes to Picard. Me happy. All that's right. So time. anyway, the androids <laughs> destroy the Utopia Planitia yards. But As a result, the Federation bans all synthetic life forms. In, indeed, but also like right before that one android starts uh, messing with stuff that F8, leads up to the tag. Yeah, F8. Fate, as I call him. You oh, see God. like his eyes, it looks like he's getting some sort of upload. Yes, right. And so the question is, what we learn in that episode is that there is an ancient cabal that uses the Tal Shiar as a mask to hide behind. And but they this, are called the Zotvash. The Zotvash. They're down there. Yeah. Ah, there the we go. Zot, Zotvash, and um, uh, what basically what they say about them is that they are uh, thousands and thousands of years old, and that for some reason they have always hated synthetic life. Well, no, they keep a secret. A secret, but I think it's the hate of maybe it's. The secret that leads to the hate of synthetic life? Maybe. I do have to say, as far yeah. as mortal enemies for a big Star Trek species goes, mm -hmm. way better to hate synthetic life forms than Tribbles. True. So the Klingons got the short end of the stick <laughs> on the right. enemy right. side of things. Tribbles are actually an interesting little symbolic analogy for like humans. And it's like how we are actually just overpopulated and destroying all of our resources. So, yes. Born we, pregnant. We, we are born to, like, at least tolerate other people, but it's like when you hit 7 billion and it's like people's opportunities are evaporating, people are starving all over the world. I think that has more to do with how we organize ourselves. And that, how's that different than what tribbles do? They can't control right. themselves. It's like, and neither can people. Yeah. So, well, yeah. back to Picard and the Zotvash. Yes. So, anyway, so the Zotvash... <laughs> Hate synthetic life forms. And so what we see is that this android, Fate, F8, mm -hmm. um, he's going around doing his thing, and then all of a sudden he stops, and you see his eyes um, flicker with strange lights that look like he's getting some sort of a program update. And then right after that, he goes ballistic, turns the, the Martian planetary defense uh, weaponry on the planet. Um, you see all these ships coming down basically incinerating the Utopia Planitia Yards. In fact, they say in the, I think the first episode, that Mars is still on yeah. fire from that attack 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, Which, bummer. I feel it's a, yeah. wasted, a wasted opportunity. It's like In what way? Because basically the synthetics are just Cylons. I mean, that's, uh, Star Trek could have done it first. Yeah, we they, could have. Uh, now, I was going to say, you don't know what that upload came from right like right. maybe it had nothing to do you know with the rest of synth kind yeah you know it could have been some other elements yeah so i mean that's that windows 10 update that they're waiting for yeah. but i mean like well, we know that the, he got an update but i'm assuming that no one in the star trek right. universe knows he right that plus that he, plus at the end he blew his brains out yeah right yeah. so there was no i wanted to watch my last windows 10 update too so yeah, yeah. i did now <clears throat> the the fallout from that was not only the banning of all synthetic life forms, which supposedly the Zotvash would be in favor of, but it also stopped the Federation's relief efforts for the Romulan Empire uh, based on the supernova sun. And so my question in my mind is, was that done by the Zotvash, the reprogramming of the android, 
or could possibly have been done by Section 31 as a way to get the Federation to stop trying to save the Romulans. I'd lean towards Section 31. Yeah. I just... Yeah, you know, that's so Romulans that'd be like cutting off your nose to spite your face. Right. Although it, although it is, um, and this is this is called out in the comics, um, a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. But the Tal Shiar never believed that the Federation was going to save the Romulans from the supernova. They thought that it was a ruse and that the Federation had a secret plot to eliminate the Romulans the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so the Tal Shiar in the comics was actually trying to um, destroy the Federation before the Federation could conduct this rescue mission. And so, so... they definitely, the, the, the Zatvash would not have had any problem destroying those fleet yards because they never believed to begin with that it was an actual true humanitarian effort. And so, if they could use androids to do it, so much the better. Exactly. And the Talshiar were... The Talshiar is the Romulan secret police. Okay, so they are... Or yeah. just police. Well, that, that's, that's, everything Romulans that's do that's is a secret. You're always have, <laughs> right. right. Well, I but you're always going to have a group of yeah. Puritans that are like, no, we don't want to leave, we want to... We right. want to die with the sun. Right. right. And I'm sure there were and probably... The like, at like... the same time this rescue is happening, you've also got Spock in his experimental spacecraft with the red matter. Right. Which, I don't know what the red matter was ever supposed to actually it was, do. It, it was supposed to stop the sun from going supernova, supposedly. How? It, it appears to make, create wormholes. And it's yeah. I don't yeah, instead it just like yeah. sent him well, back in time, and that's where we get... Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. get it. We, we get like, the other timeline. It's line. a MacGuffin. Right. We, if we question too deeply, we'll just start going back to going the down the wormhole. Anyway, so there... But, do yeah, I just wanted to like bring that in and connect it. Right. It's just interesting. So so that's a good so that's a question that I think will play out and it'll be an interesting one. I mean, there has been zero talk of Section Thirty One so far in Picard. Well, of course, you're not supposed to talk about it's it's right. It's Fight Club, you know. It's like, in fact, they talked about it way too much in Discovery. It's like it's supposed to be secret. But I guess if you have like almost half of Section Thirty One living on your spaceship, it's going to come up from time to time. (laughs) Someone's going to walk in on the Section Thirty One birthday parties. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. Now the other thing that I had some cake. We have to kill you now because you're seeing us. Concern about so space cake. At one point, I want some space cake. Picard goes to Starfleet to ask to be reinstated, mm-hmm. and he talks to an admiral there. Uh, interestingly, that admiral, before she was an admiral, uh, served on the Enterprise. Um, there's a couple episodes of uh, Next Gen that she was in. One where she was sitting in Wesley's seat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Wesley wasn't there or something. She was navigator or something. And then another one she was in like a one of our gold uniforms, like Data. She um, served in engineering and helping up FU to Picard. When yeah, know. yeah. And so there's kind of in yeah, fairness, yeah. though, Picard served a huge heaping helping of yeah. fuck you to yeah. the all of Starfleet, yeah. especially the higher ups in right. an interview that he had yeah. in the first episode. Right. right. But that reporter shouldn't have asked. Porter should have asked. To. But yes, he should have controlled himself a little better. Well, he's but also I think got we, a brain problem that right. might have led to it. Right. And so that was another thing we saw in the episode. Well, rage. (laughs) Right. Right. So that, I think, is that manifestation of what we heard about in the last episode, uh, All Good Things, where he's got erotic syndrome in the future. And it's basically a death sentence. So he finds out in episode two 
Um, there's uh, what's that doctor's name? The uh, one from the uh, Stargazer. Yes. Andrati. Uh, yeah. Yes. Right. Something in it. No. Uh, no, yeah. not at. Um, God, I thought I had it down here. Yeah, I guess I, I lost it. Well, anyway. Um, what you do? It's Linda's got it on screen there now. Um, that guy right there. He looked really familiar. I bet uh, I didn't Merrick or something like yeah, that. Anyway, place. he was the um, he was the chief yeah. physician on the Stargazer when Picard was in command. That was Picard's first command, and so he had sent he had contacted him to try to get a medical release form to certify him as uh, fit for um, space travel. And so the doctor did the research. It came back. He's fine. He's in perfect health, except. They've detected an ab- abnormality in his parietal lobe. And um, Picard's just like, I could have told you about that. Right. So that's sort of a nod to that eromotic syndrome. And basically that guy uh, tells him, that doc- physician tells him that, um, you know, this is going to kill you. And, you know, um, are, are you're, you're bound and determined to go back out into space anyway. And he said, yes. And he said, well... I hope whatever mission you're going on kills you then, so that you don't have to endure kills this. you before kills be- you before, before this. this does. Yes, because mm-hmm. it sounds like this is not going to be a pleasant way. Is, for is it going to be like a debilitating death? I don't know, but he said it. Didn't it, look too good for him on uh, all good things. Yeah, yeah. On all good things. But, but, but is it an insanity death? It's an insanity. It's an death. insanity. Yeah, it's like you just start going crazy death. and you go. Yeah. You have. Episodes of rage where you can't control your rage, I guess, apparently. Yeah, because, like, in All Good Things, I remember no one was taking him seriously because everybody knew he had this awful disease. Right. And so they're just like, oh, cra- crazy Grandpa Picard yeah. has this, and he's seeing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that, um, that kind of made me sad in a way because, you know, it's kind of foreshadowing that this he may die in this I, series at some point. I didn't see the second. I saw the first episode, and there's. <clears throat> I like the idea of this being serious. Yeah, it's I definitely see. a more serious. Uh, there's, um, and there's a couple series. of things that to to me the one. If we do get to watch him die, it'll be hopefully not hokey. Death. If we right. get to watch him, I don't want to watch him die. I know. Well, he's, 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 he's a heroic. He wants a heroic death. Yeah, yeah. yeah he needs hero. a hero. But I don't want to see death. it. Yeah. So my question though is, if he does yeah. die, but I still don't want to see it. Yeah. Will the series continue on? Not as Picard. No. I was wondering you mean if Star they Trek? Had like a season. Yeah, I mean, will that be the end of I, the, well, no, if the they, series? If, if or we get they... some standout characters, they might do a spinoff. But yeah, yeah, it would be weird to be named Picard. With well, Picard. I what I think, what I think this is, yeah. is I think they're setting up the, setting something up for later. Is like they're this is the interstitial between. Their long drought between Voyager and now. Yeah. Well, then they're going to have to get some characters that are actually remarkable at some point that's, that are not Picard. Because right now they don't have them. But it is early. It's so two it's episodes early. in. Yeah. Like, well, and, yeah, I, and uh, that yeah, character. There's a lot of characters that usually pop out. I mean, there, there's nothing standing out. There's nothing special about any of these other characters. So I think there's potential at the end of episode two with, uh, what, was, what was the gal's name that he had uh, communicated Soji? with? Soji? Uh, or Dodge, uh, the, gr- the girl that the, oh, end- no, right. the, one that, the one that's got the ship, the one he brought the wine to. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Rafi Musiker. Rafi, thank you. Yep. I yeah, would have liked I think... a little bit more backstory on that one. 
I, I think we'll get that in episode two. Yeah, yeah. we'll get that. Know, he he just got there, and I think she's got some potential too, right? Like some yeah. contact. Uh, if they get an episode three, and, then they beat Watchmen because right. they didn't get any context at all about anything in that yeah. HBO series until episode five. So yeah, it's right. like. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to hold you to that. You know, yeah. it's like, God. I'll, I'll get them on the phone. Right? But, I want yeah, this to be awesome. I'm, I'm sure they will because uh, they, they really didn't uh, touch on... Uh, you saw uh, Rufy Massacre uh, in... Rufy? The Raffy. Okay, Rufy, Raffy. Like, the are getting darker all yes, the time. Yes, right. It's like it's Rufy. Uh, you saw her in the in the uh, comics, and she was Picard's number one mm-hmm. aboard his uh, flagship as Admiral, and um, so and they were both very close there. She actually didn't call him Captain; she called him JL, hmm. and mostly because he hated it. <laughs> so you know, and he knew that you would not stop calling him that. So it was kind of kind of a fun thing. So they were they were very close in the comics, and we didn't we didn't see any reason why they have this adversarial. Um, Obviously, a falling out. Yes, and we didn't see any hint of that in the comics. So I'm sure they're going they're going to address it in the upcoming episodes. But as far as not having any standout characters, I think we're skipping over the best character, number one. Hasn't shown up yet. Oh, yes, he dog, has. The yeah, the dog! Come yeah. on! <laughs> and I love the dog's real name because when you look at him, you can see his real name is De Niro. And when you look at him, he's a, he's a pit bull. You know, he looks, like you know, De like De Niro. Yeah, yeah it's well, just awesome. I, I assume he was named number one because Picard just couldn't get him to stop humping things. <laughs> Huh. Wouldn't that be peeing on things? No, no, he's referring to Riker. I remember Riker yeah. peeing on things, yeah. He's referring to Riker always having a love in every port. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Use the well, there's still time the for the, Riker. the synthetic This he happens upon this depressed because the whole universe hates it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm looking forward. Like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the yeah, Galaxy. Sort of like that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Everybody hates me. And so I see that you're happy. I wish <laughs> I knew what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it looks like we've got a possibility of having a return of Data's personality, maybe in memories, in a new character. Mm-hmm. And that's this Dodge slash uh, Soji, um, which are two twins, which are... Well, one um, of them's dead. One of them's now dead, yeah. right? They're created by a process um, called neuronic cloning. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Um, something that always nation. results yeah. in twins? Always results in twins. Because reasons. Right. Yeah. And uh, so well, I found it interesting that the one that, twin... That explains the data and um, his Lord. brother, Lord. Lord. They were actually cybernetic devices. These are actually... Human? Yeah, the, these, these are, are those are separate generations of. I think they're the, trying to say that consciousness arises out of some quantum level uh, mm-hmm. phenomenon, right? And so that idea of quantum pairing, yeah, uh, and that kind of thing is, I think, what they're going for. What he that. said. Yeah. yeah. No, I think yeah. that's right. But I mean, if you're yeah. trying to make a human robot, you failed completely because um, the abilities of those uh, two the, are far beyond what humans or robots seem to be capable of doing. It's like, 
Well, they were probably within the capability well, of data. We we no, we well, saw that she had she had far greater capabilities than a human did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like in that that one jump. The the jump. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, also like transporter technologies come a long way because you have yes. people just like flashing in yeah. and out. Yeah, I love yeah. the the transporters is like is walking really, through a walking through a door. That's where yes. I think it would go if you, yeah. if you if over the years I think yeah. someone especially like uh, death troops might be very my, useful. Did, my only concern with watching that was how do you know when you're walking into one that somebody that's isn't going to materialize? That's what I said. I, I know said that, they uh, need like a red green light on it or something I just that to they know. They can probably buffer the pattern long enough to make sure that whatever's coming. Maybe. Do you remember right? the episode? You don't want people like. Right. That would be unfortunate. Getting splurged, or splurged, or whatever they call it. Yeah. Terrorist abducted. Splinched. The doctor. Wait, wait, go again. Next generation. Terrorists abduct the doctor. Okay. They had these like flash teleports, but it made him sick. Oh um, yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah oh. they uh, they ripped through subspace yeah. in, a, in a different mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Uh, in that one, and it was so, terribly bad. For I the mean, body. if you really don't care about your troops, then I guess you could use that. Yeah. 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 Didn't seem like they cared about him a whole lot. No, they didn't. <laughs> they really didn't. They had acid for blood, I guess. Or yeah, when did, they, when did Romulans get crossbred with xenomorphs? I what are you talking know. about? Uh, when the one Romulan just, like, spit acid Well, he, blood. he bit into a capsule. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he bit into a capsule okay. and spit the acid on it. That's why well, his own face spit started... a whole lot of acid. Well, he spit it onto that gun. Well, then watch, watch. And but she gun. was like burning. Well, she was burning, yeah. right? He spit the acid on her, but his face was also burning from chewing yeah. into the acid, yeah. and the gun was also dissolving. So okay. it was a very caustic acid. Yeah, yeah he missed, bit into a capsule. You can watch him so was it the gun go like this and bite down. Yeah, yeah, yeah the gun exploded, the gun. and that's what. But she looked like she was well on her way to death. Well, she was certainly certainly Distressed. injured. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, it was a very caustic acid. You can imagine. Yeah, and I was just like, wow, she didn't last long, did <clears throat> Right, she? and the, uh, the the nice thing about that was that you saw that they, the androids definitely feel pain now. Mm-hmm. So, um, Or at least have algorithms. Although I did have a problem that. leading yeah. up to that. Well, well, the human ones. Yeah. Like, we don't know saying. about the synths. It's no, a very, no. very simple pain problem. pain is actually an algorithm. So, which yeah. is that Picard was winded. Yes. He's ancient. He's like 70 years old. He has a fake heart. He's seventy years old. Yeah, the Federation be, probably I, I get just winded, like, but that's because I'm whatever. out of shape. It's like yeah. my heart's not; it, it's not doing its yeah. job. Yeah, well, so it isn't just you know getting enough blood to the muscles right. too. It's how much lactic acid's being pulled away. It's yeah. all this stuff. I don't know. Well, I mean, and, I mean, and in the just like beam out your lungs and beam in some new ones. Well, I mean, <laughs> does he really want to be a robot though? No, no. The Federation doesn't like him already. Like clone your lungs. You've got they're your lungs. Take all my parts. Yeah, screw that. I'll be a robot. I'll yeah, be, I, it's like I'll uh, beep every time I go through that well, little texture. Boy, this this care. is uncomfortable because I agree with John again. <laughs> well, <laughs> so Patrick Stewart is seventy nine, but the character he plays, John Luke Picard, is actually supposed to be ninety in the show. Yeah, oh, good for him. Yeah. But I, I wish his his Future. stunt double looked a little bit more like him. It's like from behind. It's like when he's running because you know. Patrick Stewart shouldn't be running. No. But it's like it's like they've Space got, Grandpa's got to stay healthy. But if you look, you can see that that his his double has uh, has fuzz on the side of his. Um, I, I would have figured they watch it again. You sure that wasn't just a light flare? Mm, yeah. Look at that I know it lens flare. This, this, yeah, this isn't a JJ Abrams yeah. show. Indeed. There is lens flare in it. 
Jay, what's Jay? I don't know if you've noticed that. I was watching that but when I was not, trying to grab some JJ pictures level for Linda. Yeah. yeah. He loves lens flares. He thinks they're the, the neatest thing. It's yeah. like it's like it's everywhere. You yeah. saw this. I mean, oh, yeah. Like like I have Is JJ involved with Discovery at all? Because no. God, well, Discovery loves lens flares. Only in the uh, only in the respect that um, Secret robot? Hideout yeah. is a subsidiary of Bad Robot, which is owned by JJ Abrams. Hmm. So, and 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 Secret Hideout was responsible for Discovery. So, did, did JJ copyright lens flares? <laughs> <laughs> he owns them. I don't know. Maybe I don't know how anyone works on the bridge of the. Of the JJ Enterprise <laughs> with all the lens flares, yeah. like without really strong prescription sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Because hmm. hmm. it's all white and all lens flares. Yes. It's just got to be so hard on it's the so eyes. Good. Check off readings. I can't. I can't read the screen. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lens. The flare. screen is just a lens flare <laughs> in my face. So uh, the next thing I think we need to talk about is the fact that um, so we had Picard. Uh, meeting that admiral at Starfleet, and then at, and he tells her about the Zatvash, supposedly being on Earth, and what a concern that is, and the admiral kind of dismisses him and gets rid of him, right? And then she calls the head of Starfleet security, oh, Commodore yeah. O, a Vulcan, and uh, relays those concerns to her, and she said, "Well, if we, if there was something like that, we would definitely know about it." Blah blah blah. Don't worry about it. So they break the call, and then she calls in her uh, lieutenant. Um, and what was that lieutenant's name? I think I got it down the here. Sister See, I the have the feeling that they Marissa, yeah. Lieutenant Rizzo. And uh, she looks like a human, but anyway, she calls her in. Rizzo. And essentially. <laughs> Sounds like a, you know, an Italian name. It's a, yeah. it's a Muppet rat. Hey. Yeah. Tens- what do you want from me? Essentially chastises her for the failed apprehension of Dodge and that huge explosion and and uh, the fact that some of the security video that was captured during the event, you can see a bit of a lens flare in the reflection off of a metal surface um, in one of the pictures. And she said, you know, what a terrible thing, uh, terrible this operation like, this was. Yeah, this, this looks a lot like disruptor fire. Right. Now, now my question was, so, so I guess I'm questioning... Of, whether Zadvaj is even involved at all, or this is all Starfleet doing this, or if Zadvaj has infiltrated Starfleet. Right. That's my question. Or or is Starfleet Security Starfleet and Section 31 working together? Well, well we don't uh, have enough evidence for any of that. Mm-hmm. But we, we, we shouldn't, you know, it's right. like at this point. But I will say this, that the death troops, whoever trained them... Uh, must have like read from the stormtrooper manual because right. they kept missing, <laughs> missing a really old man. Yes, who's yeah, this is like, yeah. Right. Oh, he ducked though. He ducked. Oh yeah, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, at, yeah. At, at old well, I, it's like oh my back. Oh, well, and I think oh, in, in all fairness to that scene, if I was one of those stormtroopers, I would not be worried at all about any repercussion from Picard coming after me. Oh, I'd want to take out that freaking android. Yeah, uh, the death yeah, trooper. Uh, uh, I'd want to go after that Dodge because... Yeah, they went after Picard. She's right. dangerous, yeah. So, She's dangerous. Picard... I thought that was the whole point of the mission was to get the android. Right. But they seem to be, like, focusing on... You're right. Well, Until she jumped up and just started slapping around a bit. Then it's like, right. hey, maybe we should shoot her. So are there other androids? Because when they first try and capture her... Yeah. They're, they're like, she's active... Or, 
They're not really active, worried about yeah. her activating. Right. And they know that once she activates, They're she's going to be a handful. Yeah. So have they tried to do this before with other human-type androids? Yeah, well, they'd, like to, they'd have to, wouldn't they, to know that that's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, all, we haven't talked about this is all of these, uh, the synthetics and... Uh, and the two, uh, the two sisters, Dodge and Soji, are the work of, apparently, Dr. Bruce Maddox. Yes. Who had a relationship with Data back in The Next Generation. Right. And he has actually wanted to more or less disassemble Data and figure out how, figure he, out worked. how he worked and Have build more. Have we seen Maddox before? Yeah. Yes. In, in Next uh, Gen. the episode, The Measure of a Man. Yep. Okay. I was, oh, when when they wanted... He was one of the guys that wanted to actually disassemble Data? Yes. He was the guy that came to take um, Data. Maddox originally like worked with Data before he was in Starfleet. Yeah. That's and then and then he was like head of the Daystrom Institute. Uh, was that mm-hmm. him? Linda Pope yes. Picture. Yeah. That oh. is Maddox. That face. That's a very punchable face, by the way. Yes. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what I was thinking right there. It's like, I, you know, I wouldn't, so wouldn't I'm, be hitting the brakes for that face. I'm fully imagining <laughs> that we'll see him again at some point um, in the series. Oh, yeah. Like, but they keep uh, t- re- referring to the nest of... Um, Dodge and Soji-like androids. Where is the nest? We got to find the nest. So apparently there is some central place where these are coming so from. So since Dodge right. wasn't activated, they put a cover program over her so that she'd act more human. I so guess she could do all the things she's supposed to do. She's a I... deep, deep cover. Yeah, and she has a mom. Like, she talks to her mom, so, like, what's that about? Well, I don't know if she necessarily does, right? Oh, yeah. Because they said she came around three years. You know, you can only find evidence of her from the last three years. Sure. You know, so they could have put memories in her. She could have called, you know, some dummy account. Yeah. Because when she said something... The screen kind of flashed a little bit, and then it looked like it was loading another "just go see the card" program or something. Mm, like that. Yeah. So yeah. there might not actually be a human on the other side. That, of that, that is fair. So, a good point. I didn't catch that. Because it's so. just a it's just a phone call. You right. don't know for sure. You know what memories are hers oh, and what oh, are yeah, from what, yeah. but, but no, but it, it appeared to me like she'd been Blade Runnered. Yeah. Like she doesn't know. Yeah, at least at the star. Maybe, maybe, maybe right, right before they killed her, she did. She's right. Nexus Cause... 6 is running, the, running through Picard. Now, it seems like her twin sister, though, is a little bit more aware. Is, is she? Mm, <coughs> no, it doesn't look that. like it. Because I... she mentioned she had a twin sister. but Well, she mentioned she had a twin yeah. sister. Like I, I think yeah, that I the suppose. guy she's sleeping with knows she's an android. Oh, definitely. oh most definitely, because yeah. he is a... Yeah. He's involved in this. Yeah. Right. Somehow, yeah. He's, he's a in well, How would you not know? He's, he's honey-potting her. I mean... Right. Uh, uh, catfishing, maybe. No, that's the honeypot. Oh, okay. But I, don't I don't know. know. Just a uh, honeypot. That's barely at the edge of my consciousness. Yeah. I don't know what that oh, means. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you sleep with someone to get closer to them for, as an asset. I always oh. look at honeypots as what... Winnie the Pooh's looking for. So it's like, I'm know, with this guy. He wants. He wants the. He wants the honey. Yeah. So. No, that's cool. Like, we'll roll with now. now. now I know but yeah, that's the that's the method that he is def- he is trying to defend to his sister, uh, <coughs> Lieutenant Rizzo. Right. Uh, as like, yeah, you you guys's method of blowing shit up definitely worked, whereas I. Yeah, I can just, I, I'm with the asset right now. 
It's yeah. not blown up too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Right. Look, look at her. Not uh, dead. Not dead. Not dead and uh, blown up. Yes. And do you, you think you're that... giving me shit about how I do things? And come do you, on. Do you think that Rather that? Than asking questions. I had sex with it, and it's still around. <laughs> My plan, which works. is a I'm first going for to me, have more sex with this robot until I find out the truth. <laughs> that is my mission. I'm going to do that. Well, do you think that this Narissa Lieutenant uh, Narissa Rizzo hmm? is actually yeah, Narek's brother? Hmm? Do you think that Narissa Rizzo, or if it's just a term of endearment, is kind of thing, like a N- Navik's brother or Narek's? Yeah, well, he called. He said, "Yeah, yeah she said." Because he, he said, "My brother died a couple months ago when he first met Dodge in episode it one." Could be end episode brother. one. That that could just be cover. It could be lies, but he like he definitely he remarks this, to her when they're about how together, weird. Yeah, they're they're weird. Her ears yeah. are uh-huh. round. I know. It's yeah. like what a disguise, round ears. Right. So I I was led to believe that she was a Romulan, which is why yes, I think that I agree. Uh, but I'm wondering if she was his Romulan brother, and that's why he says my brother died. Because oh. he had a sex change as well as becoming a human to go completely undercover. And he's just like, wow, your ears look weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> Among other things. Among other yeah. things. I, I'm not sure. I don't know if they... And it, they so if she's a Romulan, yeah. is... Commander O, the head of Starfleet Security, the Vulcan, also around. That's what I assume. Almost certainly. I assume she's not only a Vulcan, but the head of that secret... Right. uh, Like, that's why I thought that Zatvaj had infiltrated Starfleet. I I wasn't so sure of that, or if Starfleet has its own agenda regarding the... Does Starfleet have any internal security? Because you remember those aliens that uh, infiltrated Star Trek? The the mind-controlling things? It's like... All those gross bugs? Yeah. 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 It's like, shouldn't they have learned from that? Security is awfully lax, it seems. It It really is. They need some help. Commander O definitely didn't... Norton, seemed to Antibiotic want the something. admiral to know. know. No, she didn't want the yeah. admiral to know anything. Yeah, Commander O didn't want the admiral to know about this operation. Like they're obviously keeping it secret from Star Trek, which does fit with Section Thirty One. Well, obviously, the, but the also the fits. admiral knows she's Romulan. No, because mm-hmm. they're talking about war. It's like if if all this becomes clear to the Federation, I don't think the admiral war. knows she's Romulan. The admiral thinks she's the Vulcan head of. Yeah, we we don't know that she's Rom- Romulan yet. We I, I got the, the idea that she's. Well, yeah, is, we get the is, idea is, that she's Romulan. The, no, the, the admiral's aware that she's Romulan. Maybe little, I don't know. I don't bit. think so. Maybe not a, uh, the the Zatvaj, but Romulan. Yeah, I don't think she knows that. Uh, I didn't get that same impression. We will yeah. see. I didn't pick up on that either, but it's definitely possible. You know, Starfleet's yeah. Starfleet's higher ups. It seems like it's a consistent theme in all of the Star Trek uh, series. Is yeah. that the higher ups just don't really know what they're right. doing? I don't think. Yeah, yeah they I don't do. think and, that the, they're always getting messed up. And that's something. all and through it's about, discovery. Yeah, discovery, it's, about, it's, like, it's up yeah. to the ground troops to make the vision of Starfleet work. It's up to the captains. It's up to the ensigns. Yeah. And, yeah. So you, you know, can... and then once you become an admiral, somehow you lose all yeah. of your integrity. And you just sit behind the desk. You're like, well, what should I mess well, up today? The right. discovery right. was the mirror it's universe, and when it came yeah. back, the the Starfleet Command has lost the Federation. <laughs> right. Pretty much, and then Discovery saved it somehow. But it's yeah, like, there's yeah. Rizzo Linda Hatter up on the screen there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't get the impression that the Admiral of Starfleet was um, evil or right. had evil intent in any way. She no. just feels that you know she knows what's right, and. 
that Picard's gone his oh, own way, and yeah. she's doing whatever she has to do to keep the Federation together. If that means sacrificing the Romulans, then well, we sacrifice the Romulans. Starfleet's more important. Well, to, but she's not inherently. To be fair, I mean, you have to evil. assume, I think, that the higher ups are going to be more jaded. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, true, but like, Mark is right. We like any time an admiral comes on to showed up at the next generation yeah, or deep was, space yeah. nine it was never happen. a good thing yeah. no. it was always some idiot thing that Jean-Luc or uh, Cisco fix, sure. had to yeah. fix or you know stop them from getting eaten by an alien or something right. stop that admiral from destroying the crystalline entity which like, they failed to do but it's like yeah. well I mean it was the higher ups that were responsible for the whole insurrection thing right they were mm-hmm. working yes. with uh, yes they were they wanted to take the over that planet to be, yeah. Yeah, to be shared mm-hmm. with it, and there's an admiral again yeah it's like yeah. Yeah, nothing good ever happens with Admiral. And then there's the... So the next, I guess we can segue right into the whole Borg thing. So that Narek, who's the sister (laughs) of Lieutenant Narissa Rizzo... All right, first, I would like to point out, because I did see this in the show, that sign down there, this facility has gone X number of days without an assimilation. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. And that translates to 16 years, by the way. Yeah, hmm. so good timing. It's yes. actually accurate. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, so right. There's been, no, means, no, they're definitely probably worse. Yes. Yes. I mean, they've, at I, the, the very, very beginning. I'm but, told yes. that yeah. that's a long street. They here. found right. this as a derelict. It's like, yes. there were Borg inside of it, but they were disseminated. They were, they were disorganized, but they, they were, weren't. Yeah, they were and they warned them right board. now that if you go into a gray area, make sure your badge is lit because otherwise you're going to be at risk of assimilation because they're still dangerous. Like you see, like Borg, like when they're they start assimilating people, they just like inject something into your neck. Which came probes. from first contact. Before that, it was I don't even know what it was, but it wasn't an instantaneous process because they had well, babies getting all. Well, yeah, I assume they were nanites that you get injected with, and then they start yeah. like Converting reproducing you. in your. Which was a MacGuffin to make the the crew turn into Borg faster. faster. But still, like, I mean. You'd have to figure that, like, on a Borg ship, there's all sorts of things you can just, like, cut your hand on and get some Borg nanites up in you. Well, if it was... <laughs> in the original, like, uh, Q-Who, it's like, there were no nanites. At least there were none that were explained. It just seemed like the Borg were actually uh, assimilated slowly. You remember, like, they opened that drawer and found that baby that was yeah. being Borgified? Yeah. It's like, it's a slower process, it appeared. but it's like... Well, for the ones that they're making of their own i think they can probably still do the you know grow it process but clearly there's a method for having adults turned into them they did it to picard so yeah, yeah. 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 Picard. like the oh, yeah. card got assimilated pretty fast yeah he yeah. did, he did. Yeah. 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 i mean it wasn't nanite fast but right cutest. yeah it didn't yeah, take too long it was like from one episode to the next. he's weaker willed than he presents Exactly that. Guy. And we know that's not true. <laughs> we know that's not true. He's Picard. So I, I, I feel it, that his death is going to disturb you. It's going it's to crush disturb me. me terribly. Yeah. It, I, it, it is going to be a hammer blow. I just mm. want his death to be better than um, Captain Kirk's. Yeah. yeah. What that's, happened that's at the end of stupid. That was what stupid. What happened to Captain yeah. Kirk? Episode five. I know I'm going to die alone, and I was never alone. And then he dies, and like there's. There's John uh, John Luke right there when he dies. He was not alone. 
Right. So I thought he was supposed to die. Unless alone. he's saying being with Jean Luc is like being alone. I... <laughs> which, which is sad. Well, that's a sad message, isn't it? It's like that, you know, Who says but... he's gonna die? Who? Who says Picard's yeah. gonna die? He touched a time crystal, obviously. <laughs> Did, didn't you see that? Well, like irremotic syndrome is uh, a death sentence. Kind of so I guess it depends on how fast world. it advances. But the doctor from the, um, uh, the Stargazer. Stargazer basically said, you know, you've got maybe one mission left in you. I hope you die on this mission rather than succumb to your disease. That's a significantly faster timeline than I would have expected. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping that I'd have seven years of Star Trek. Picard, right. right. Which we can. because there's, there's, yeah. there's I mean, they can always come up with something yeah, to, to some take weird, care of the virus. Like, alteration of the board nanites that will fix it. Do you, find it, do you like, find it interesting yeah. that he now has sort of the same thing that Sarek had when he oh, right before he died. Really yeah. Ooh. Well, and I thought it was interesting too that um, he mind milled with Spock, right? And Spock was there trying to handle reunification and and bring the Romulans in and make the Romulans a part of you know the Vulcan culture and try to bring them into the mainstream. And that that's the same thing Picard was essentially trying to do with saving them from the Romulan supernova is try to bring the, save them and bring them into the some kind of latent message Spock left or Sarek left inside of his head maybe yeah. maybe See, that kind of brings plus, up a plus point it's going to be fun watching him have his episodes of Tourette's it, if they as, wanted to go in as a character interesting direction you're, you're with the Kelvin verse you are it's like, like <laughs> why don't it's we like, have a movie that explores like how how the uh, Romulan culture deals with finding out that there's a ticking time clock. It's mm -hmm. like, are they going to become more aggressive and t try and spread out even more to save their culture? Right. Or are they going to devote themselves more to science to try and fix their star? Right. It's like, that would be a good Star Trek movie in the Kelvin verse. Right. Supernovas don't just happen. Yes, right. I mean, it's like a long period of time. You kind of it see is surprising it that they're yeah. caught unawares. Right? Yeah, like, which is we like, know when our star is going to die. Bill had <laughs> we a theory don't have about right. Yeah, I, I was saying it. Yeah. You know, it's it seems kind of convenient that the two biggest enemies of the Federation, the Klingons and the Romulans, have both had a devastating. Incident in the Klingons, it was the case of the Kronos, yeah. Kronos uh, uh, the Praxis, Praxis yeah. destruction, yeah. The right? Praxis moon. That mm. um, Which destroyed destroyed them, and the Federation six, had to come. That, that would be one hell or of a, a revelation. It's like right. that Section Thirty One. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Section Thirty One triggered the destruction. What did I say? That it would be. I, I said if that's true, the Federation should be destroyed, because. You have encouraged a body of people that wantonly destroyed an entire Wantonly? Yeah. Wantonly. Yeah. Wantonly. Oh, wantonly. Yeah. Just willy-nilly. Yeah. Just destroy yeah. the star. Let's let let's practice the Cold War uh, mentality of, you know, we will destroy everything in order to preserve our way of life. Well, one of the like, things I'm I think I'm looking forward I mean, to this seems... in this is Picard in his interview corrected the language right because they were like those yes uh, the, the romulan lives versus lives, lives. yeah he went lives right and well but i'm looking forward to that picard holding up the moral language 
and and yeah, Picardian pushing Federation up a bit more because it's yeah. not Picard enough. Was well, it, yeah. yeah. it a statement against yeah. modern times too? Maybe it is. is. Yeah. I mean, Which whether I like. or not well, they intended it, they did. It's good sci-fi. I think I, they I did. Think all the time. See, Gene Gene Roddenberry's Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry's idea has always been utopian, mm-hmm. and that would be a good way, good direction for this series to go is for as like for Picard to kind of. Heal the heal the Federation and heal Starfleet a bit and bring it back to a bit more of John, Gene Roddenberry's vision. Like, yeah. What role is Seven of Nine going to play? Do you think? Well, uh, she's, there's the Fenris Rangers, and which we don't know anything about. We don't we actually haven't met. We know them yet, we so know a like, little bit. I mean, we haven't seen any any reveals in the Picard story do you so think far. That they're going to be the next show. I, would, I don't know. I, I mean, okay, so we saw. We yeah. saw Hugh yeah. at the end of episode two. Did we? Yes. Did, did we see that? Where, where did we see Hugh? Yeah. Hugh walked uh, into where Soji was and said, um, I saw what you did with that Borg. You spoke to him in his own language and told him. That was Hugh. That was Hugh? I that was that. Hugh. How did I miss that? Wow. Yeah. God, I can't believe you guys missed I that. I yeah. have to watch that again. There he is. That's him. That's what he looks uh-huh. like in the yeah. new one. Versus the old one. Wow. Well, cool. Yeah, so that was him. So I, I'm very certain that we're going to see more of him and probably Seven of Nine in Episode 3. So. And so they're with the Fenris Rangers, and the Fenris Rangers um, have basically picked up the slack that the Federation left when they when they stopped caring about everybody equally. So the... The Fenris Rangers apparently are a group that is out there to help and defend and support those that can't help and defend and support themselves, supposedly. So Seems like a natural place for Picard to get a ship from then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Because we know he needs a ship. But I he think, needs a crew. I think uh, he's going to get that assistance from uh, Ruth. Uh, Rufy. Raffy. Yeah, Rufy. Raffy. Rufy. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> oh my God. Rufy. We can't take you anywhere. <laughs> so, anyway. Mark, this is why we yeah. can't have nice things. Yeah, Shut up, gonna, Seth. I'm going to find out the truth and you're going <laughs> to be Rufy. Oh, and we're going to get you. Damn it. You called me Seth by accident. By accident. And now he's going to, he's going to blame me right about now. It's John's fault. There we go. Yeah. See, I'm okay if you come like full circle. <laughs> I come full circle and now. And you're back to. Yeah, I'm accidentally you. calling you oh. Seth. I've never seen that picture of her before. It's like. That's a future episode, probably. Future yeah. episode, yeah. Looking all starshipy. So I, I think angry. I think yeah. she's the one that gets Picard the ship, and and probably helps him with the crew. Because yeah. the the guy that's going to be the pilot, um, according to his character information that you can find on the internet, um, is an ex uh, Starfleet officer himself. So <laughs> looks like they're all the the main characters there: Picard, Harris. her, and the. The guy that's going to be the pilot or ex Named Wash. What's that? Could be named Wash. I was saying Paris from uh, Not Voyager. Paris. Yeah. Um, I don't have his name wind. handy, yeah. but... They are He's doing dead. a lot of advertising for Picard <laughs> wine. Yes. Like every scene has a wine bottle. <laughs> right. Yeah, for a bottle of wine, he gets a starship. <laughs> it's like... It's like it's good wine, Well, man. he gets, a, he gets a conversation. Um, uh, and I think and in the course of the yeah. conversation... Yes. He convinces her. It's not only the bottle of wine, but also the fact that there's 
a secret Romulan cabal operating with impunity really on Earth. It really can't be that great a wine because he keeps drinking Earl Grey still. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't drink wine all the time. Never trust Just a breakfast, shot. lunch, and yeah. Speak yeah. for yeah. yourself, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment over here from Bill. God. Yes. I don't feel like this is a safe space anymore, Mark. Let's leave. <laughs> now, did anybody else Let's feel that... Show me where he touched you. <laughs> Did anybody else feel that in watching the Romulans taking apart the the Borg and the Borg cube, you know, reclam the reclamation project, that it was almost the Romulans now assimilating the Borg? No, not really. Well, I got more of a more of a like they're almost like felt like they were reassembling it to be a museum. Do you remember hmm. this episode with Lore where they had the Borg ship and they ran into and, and Hugh was on that one, and they, he they were asking or Gordy was asking Hugh why they're following Lore. So he gave us purpose, and it's like are, maybe the Romulans are giving the Borg purpose because when they were disconnected from yeah they, the, they were the, too happy unity. It's like they they're probably aimless and it's like right. the Romulans might have given them a reason to continue. So yeah. it's a reverse assimilation. Like, were they? Yeah, yeah they're de-assimilating them, aren't they? They were so. de-assimilated when they were cut yeah. out from the. Well, like, I think they still got all the Borg stuff, but they're like taking, they're taking the stuff the off. off. Yeah, is, taking he, off. is that guy still well, alive? No, I think they were dead. I think those guys. Were yeah. Dead. Well, he was definitely one. Was definitely dying when they took his stuff off. Well, um, I thought he was dead. No, he wasn't dead already. That's why the. That's why yeah, Soji talked to him in his own language oh. and said. Now you can be at peace or whatever. So they're killing him. Uh, it looked like in some ways. But, and, and it's interesting, too, that they also have invited, you know, um, different species from across the galaxies yeah. to come there and learn and study the Borg. Yeah. Um, but it, it was also apparent that the Romulans, though, are um, taking that technology and using it uh, uh, to sell it or to enhance their own technology. So well, they're down one home world now. Are one the, home yeah, system. Are the, are the, are the Romans becoming part of the Federation? I don't think so. I think... I mean, they have a whole star do. empire still. I mean, Well, really. the Federation did kind of let them down, so... Yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't, you know... You know really. There's been a couple conversations that I've seen where the, uh, the theory is that all the only Romulans that are left are the ones that are living on that well, board. But they too. had a whole star empire. I know. In fact, if yeah, can, they had they had way more systems than well, were outside the supernova. The Romulan star empire, Linda. I'm sorry. Can you call up a map on the Romulan? Because it's big. there was a it's whole neutral zone between. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know. But I mean, so that's gone. So I I can see that after what happened, like uh, I bet it, the Romulan Empire would be like the Puerto Rico or the Federation. They just kind of didn't really help it as much as it should have been helped but it's and they probably would be reticent Ooh. about well those are pretty reticent or reticent reticent but grammar nazi bitches <laughs> yeah i i kind of i kind of made me think you know now it's the the assimilated being assimilated mm. but it'll be interesting to see where it goes because like it yeah. was, it really did look like that was a 
like the Romulans were running yeah. it. There's a lot of star empires. Like they should. There's you know. I mean, of course, losing their, their government to yeah, a different well, planet, yeah. right? I wonder if they destroyed all the Remans in the process. It's like because they didn't like the Remans. No. Yeah. It's like so. I thought they were gonna take them out right after Nemesis. Because, yeah, I did too. Yeah. It's like, but maybe the supernova did it for them. Maybe. But uh, yeah. But one way or the other, you're gonna have to call the... it assimilation. Yeah. I mean, that's not. Because even if the Romulans don't even really just give them their freedom or whatnot, that's still the same. Linda right. appears to be reticent to go on. Well, and yeah, I know. Um, the other <laughs> the other question I had was so that sign about the days free from assimilation. Two thoughts on that. One, we're seeing that sign because it's almost certain that there's going to be assimilations happening in the near future. Oh yeah, right. That's foreshadowing. And for the sure. second thing was. That translates to 16 years. Now, how long did it take the Enterprise to get Bohr, uh, Hugh to accept being an individual within the span of one episode? Right. Right. Well, it's a couple yeah. days. And they've had 16 years with a cube full of Borg that but many of them still have not, not most of them Borg apparently came have back, not Hugh was snapped right back into the... He like, was, but remember, as he's beaming up, he turns and he looks and gives Jordy the eye, and then we see a few a few episodes later where they got back to the collective and they just lost all ability to function because of that sense of individuality, and then they ended up following Lore. But they weren't just aimless. I mean, once yeah. they had Lore, once they had a leader, yeah. they had something to do. So why are these Borg just all still aimless could, in this? Queue? Could Hugh blink? I mean, because he had that one piece, so was he just I mean, maybe he, maybe he was just blinking. It was like rather than winking. He just looked, he just kind of gave Jordy the eye. You like, can tell yeah, that he I, I remember. Still, yeah. He was still he was an still individual. He was still connected to Jordy yeah. as, yeah. A, as a person. Right. Uh, but as far as those board go, I, you got to wonder if maybe they're keeping him in stasis or something maybe. like that. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. that's kind of what that's I what thought, I is they were like in stasis. And, and they're they trying were... to go as slow as they can. No, yeah, but they, they you see him working. On parts of the ship. Yeah, you do. They're, oh, they're, they're yeah. wandering around doing stuff. Well, it looked like they were, so like, it, it kind of depends on what sort of resources they have. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but I guess we are coming up on time, so kind of as a, like, a final question, where, where do you guys want to see the, where do you guys want to see Picard go from this point? Like, what, what, what are the things you're looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to finding out that there are more, data type androids in Starfleet and that if they're like Dodge or Soji that they're normal adjusted androids they're not maladjusted they're not like lore for example they're mm. decent you know upstanding uh, sentient uh, until beings. they get activated yeah well until I mean uh, anything what that's if more board come and they just snap those other anything that's attacked right is going to defend itself right mm -hmm. and I mean Soji was only violent while she was being attacked what what, once she finished defended herself she was back to normal would the synthetics take the Borg side they might actually dig the Borg yeah, yeah. they might uh, Charles yeah I'm looking forward to being surprised by something. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I don't want to be. I don't want to be predictable. I, I don't want it because because I, I am a little worried. So on, on the on the um, computerized life form kind of the synthetics, I'm I'm a little worried that it's going to be just another rehash of does Data actually have free will or what is he or you know I I, I want I something. Yeah. I want to be. I want to. I want to be shocked on that realm if they're going to go that way. 
I don't by think, something. I, I honestly don't think they will, Charles, because in some of the episodes that I've, or some of the interviews with um, John um, Patrick Stewart, he has said that that the main reason he did not want to come back and reprise Picard was because he yeah. felt that they had answered all of those questions. And that if he was going to come back and do it, it was going to have to I, I go some, into new territory. I want, I want to see, and that's yeah. hope, I'm hoping. Um, and it seems, yeah, I'm hoping to see some brand new moral questions. At yeah. least that haven't been covered on, the, on television. This right. is all new stuff, right? There's no yep. canon at this point. They're literally right. as far out as until Discovery goes south. Sure. Or or the 800 years in the future that Enterprise talks about. But mm. they are there. There's nothing to really restrict them at this point. So yeah. They can right. do anything they want. Yeah. Right. So, uh, John. Exactly what? Are... what? Yeah. I I want to be surprised. I don't want this to be predictable. I don't. I want, I want, and I, uh, there's no reason why it doesn't have to, it, it doesn't have to be surprising. Yeah. yeah, for me, you know, I think the biggest thing is just seeing Starfleet oh. become more the image of what it should be. You know, right. Because you can tell it's clearly drifted pretty significantly from that ideal. And so getting it back to that right place, you know, the idea that a, a group of, you know, quasi-democratic coalition of planets can actually function properly together. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more Would thing. Be nice. I have one more thing. Yeah. I kind of want to see if I at some point uh, Picard, especially since he's got this new little anger problem that's going to happen in his head, finally going like Tarantino on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> just Getting really it, into feet? <laughs> I mean, just like, just like, yeah, cutting somebody. I just shoved Jimmy off. in the face. And just because it'd be such, after it, having do. grown up with the very calm uh-huh. Father figure right. to just at the end you watch him go. Grandma. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm done with you, Admiral. And you know, sort of like uh, Kirk did at the with the Klingon. I have had yeah. enough of you, and he or, kicks or, him off or that or cliff. <laughs> six, where he's like, "Let them die." Yes, uh, uh, that I, was another point I wanted to bring up. Is that that is completely the opposite of Picard, right? Because Kirk, the when Kirk, the Klingon. Really. Well, when the Klingons are having their existential crisis because of Praxis, he's like, let them die. Let them die. And Picard is completely opposite of that. The Romulans are having their existential crisis with the Romulan son, but Picard wants to go save them. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and if you recall, uh, in uh, Star Trek VI, where that was, it was Spock who was trying to save the Klingons, who initiated the whole peace envoy, right? To try to save the Klingons, and it was also Spock who mind melded with Picard. And he and that he was working really hard for the Romulan re- uh, reunification. That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah. But so I think there's a lot of Spock in Picard. Yes. Yeah, so what do we want? Well, what I'm looking forward to is really a continuation of the story that we've kind of been denied since the last movies. Like, I'm looking forward to finding out what happened with Riker, with mm-hmm. Jordy, with. The rest of the cast, I'm looking forward to like seeing uh, Janeway again. Mm-hmm. It's like they've got a lot of story, a lot of characters that they just abandoned. Right. And who we cared about from previous series and that who could uh, like carry the story forward as opposed to always looking to the past. I wonder if we'll see a lot of like uh, Voyager people not. in the Fenris Rangers. That, I, oh, no, no I, 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 yeah, I don't care as much for the... 
I, I don't need to see the ship's counselor again. I, it's not so... No. It's For me, it's more that they just well, let... Once Voyager was over, they kind of let that timeline almost die on the vine. Like, you've mm-hmm. got comics and books and stuff that happen in that timeline, mm-hmm. but we just kind of forgot that these characters ever existed. And you that, never got to know her as, like, a, cur- a person rather than a, a piece of... Uh, Fan service. Yeah. Because she had to wear the same spandex crap. She -hmm. had to be a sex object rather than a person. So I I wouldn't mind seeing um, Troy being like Troy rather than just a sex object in space. So, yeah. That might be neat. Her and Riker's bitter divorce. Did they get divorced? (laughs) No. I don't know. I I think it would be funny. I'm about that. That might be, yeah. Because, like, Riker, I don't know how stable a, a... Partner, a, a, a he'd partner be. Partner, he would be. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially I, when she can read his mind, basically. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. how many kids do you have around the galaxy, Riker? <laughs> how many? Yeah, and then it blows your mind. She's like, too much pain. <laughs> well, yeah. And then there's the Riker clone. Yeah. He's out there as an ear. Did he die? Yeah. Uh, no, he's in jail now. Yeah. So Isn't probably he? out of jail uh, and with the Cardassian jail, right? Because he did. He pulled something in DS9. Oh, I didn't go, know about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's he right. He attacked something, and, uh, yeah, he had to turn himself in. Like, he, huh? he let his Maquis crew go, and he turned himself over to the Cardassians at the end yeah. of the well, So he's probably fine, right? Right, Riker's They're not. Fine, yeah. Cardassians are treat prisoners really well. Riker is not liable <laughs> for the actions of his clone, is he? I mean, well, honestly. No, but, I mean, but, at that point, let... Just like how many like little kids from Riker's clone are coming up and going, you're my dad! And Troy's like, again? Well. <laughs> Two things I wanted to fit in real quick before we close. One was um, a couple of the Easter eggs uh, found in the episode. One was uh, the Ferengi Trade Alliance logo uh, projected onto the side of one of the high-rises in the view of downtown Boston. Huh. Cool. Uh, which was kind of cool. The other one was back at Picard's... Um, Chateau when he's getting ready for the interview where he kind of bitched about uh, the Federation and he's standing there in the mirror to check his tie um, and he's got that suit on well behind him against the wall is a coat rack with a fedora on it and where he's standing the fedora is just right perfectly behind his head looks just like he did in one of the Dixon Hill um, episodes on the holodeck oh, and that Dixon Hill episode happened to deal with the loss of a woman that he was investigating hmm. that's oh wow yeah that's yeah a fun Easter egg. very fun Easter egg yes. um, yeah I looked up I saw that I saw that in the mirror and I'm like holy shit that has to be done on purpose and um, oh, I bet it was. and then I went and looked up uh, the Dixon Hill episode and it was the one about him uh, trying to find this lost woman and then the last thing I had was I was concerned that Jordy was dead because Jordy was in charge of building the Romulan rescue fleet yeah. on Mars in the Utopia Planitia Yards, mm. and we'd heard nothing about him other than that 96,000 people were killed in that attack mm. until this last episode when um, Saban, the Romulan at Picard's estate there, Romulan male says, well, why don't you get some of the old gang back together, Jordy mm-hmm. and you know, Riker and all of them. Yeah, so, so we know they're alive. Right, so he wouldn't have said Jordy's name if Jordy had been killed in the Mars attack. I've heard there's so. going to be more of the old crew coming back in season two. Yeah, and... Uh, um, I, I would dig Guinan. some cameos. Guinan's yeah. been asked to come back. Yes. 
And she accepted, so yeah. and she should be there. Honestly, when whenever yeah, Picard had friends. existential questions, yes. he went to her. So right. She yeah. actually has a place here. I, I'm right. surprised she's oh. just not camped out on Picard's estate. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. She was drinking free wine. Her, right. Like. Right. See her making a detour a for a couple of decades. We know she's like, like she, No, she run. She should be running his tasting room. Oh. She should. Be One more thing. I don't know if anybody else caught this. The first episode of Star Trek Picard, it opened and you see the space scene and you see the Enterprise come up and you zoom in on 10 forward, right? What song is playing? Blue Sky. Oh, yeah. And if you remember, Data sang that at, in the beginning of Nemesis at Troy and Riker's wedding. I tried huh. to block out as much of Nemesis. And at I the could. end of Nemesis, before starts... Coming, oh, yeah, singing that to himself, which is Picard's glimmer of hope that maybe Data is in there somewhere and that he's coming out. So that blue sky was kind of bookended that Nemesis episode, and it's just, mm. yeah, I thought it was just very cool. I thought cool. it was that Measure of a Man song that they were oh, No, man, right. now I'm going to have to rewatch Nemesis. I can, I, I can just show you that. I'll show you that clip. Uh, I've got it. Uh, but I, I'm much more happy about the whole idea of Riker being able to blame all the kids in the galaxy that he had on, on the clone. clone. Yeah. 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 I didn't do it. It's the clone. Yeah. The clone must have, yeah. 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 But no, it was you. No, it looked just like me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I, it was I'm definitely kidding. the clone this time. Yes. This, this time? This time. And the last time. And the last time. This every last time. time. Every, every time it's every been the clone. Time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Uh, if you have any theories of your own on uh, Star Trek Picard and what's going on with uh, the Zotvash or Section 31 or the Romulans or the Borg, please go ahead and add a comment and let us know what you think. Uh, we're going to be following this closely as the season progresses. So, And uh, stay tuned for our next episode. We're going to uh, kind of uh, take some uh, current events and delve into the science fiction aspect of that with uh, the coronavirus, which is in the news lately. So we're going to see how um, science fiction has dealt with uh, virus outbreaks and uh, talk about that in our next episode. And don't forget to uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Spotify. Podcast Give us a subscribe there. Uh, comment where you can. Uh, share it around because uh, we don't advertise or anything. So the only way that we're going to get to more ears is by word of mouth. So uh, we're kind of like the Zotvash. We're the secret, secret podcast. We don't advertise. We just yeah, but we we don't go around <laughs> killing people quite as much yet. Uh, quite as much. <laughs> quite as much. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us, Mark. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we we'll hope me. to have you back soon. Yeah. All right. That's on my radar. Cool. All right. Thank you all. See ya. Bye bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well. <laughs>